everybody and welcome. You are listening to the Power Hour here at CJLO 1690 AM in Montreal. My name is William Power. I'm with my buddy Dominic Demister. Folks, I cannot believe it. Dominic cannot believe it. And I know you cannot believe it. We are a few hours away from kickoff the NFL season between the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills. Dominic, no more preseason. No more playing Madden, pretending it's regular season. No more training camps. No more this, no more that, no more battles. We got football tonight, Dominic. That counts. I'm super pumped. Let's go. Let's go, William. (laughs) Freaking right. The NFL season has started tonight. I can't wait for the first game. Boy, are we in for a treat. This could be potentially a Super Bowl preview between the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. You couldn't ask for a better game to kick it off this season. Oh, man, Dominic, I'm super. I'm just excited to see some football tonight that actually counts. And the fact that it's such a good game, like you said, Dominic, uh, potential Super Bowl preview between the Rams and the Bills. Dominic and I will be making our Super Bowl picks near the end of the show. uh, So stay tuned for that. But yeah, Dominic, a heck of a first game. And you know what? Let's not beat around the bush and let's not complicate things. Let's start right there, Dominic. Later tonight, uh, we got the defending Super Bowl champions playing at home against those Buffalo Bills. A lot of people are high on the Bills this year. Uh, I pulled up an article from NFL.com, Dominic, and in the power rankings, they have the Bills at number one. Even though those Rams just won the Super Bowl, uh, they have the Bills at number one. They got the Rams at number two. So it really doesn't get much better than this. Uh, A lot of things to look forward to in this game, right? Obviously, uh, you know, we talk about, like I just said, Rams defending the Super Bowl championship. Buffalo, Dominic, want to head in the right direction this year. Tired of coming up short. For this specific game, Dominic, what are a few things that uh, you're looking forward to seeing? And what do you expect from uh, this game uh, so early on in the season? I want to see what Sean McDermott could do without Brian Dable in Buffalo. I think that's going to be a huge transition. And I want to see the Buffalo Bills run the football this year. I don't think you can rely on Josh Allen to be running down the field every single game. I think that's a dangerous way to run your football team and it could catch up to them this year. So if I can see a mix of Singletary and James Cook in the backfield as a committee, I think the Buffalo Bills have a chance. But if I see Josh Allen running around all the time, I don't know about the Bills. I know they're favored to win the Super Bowl. I really like this team. I think they have it all. However, they have to manage this roster properly. And that starts with Sean McDermott. Yeah, Dom, uh, good call there for sure. Obviously, using Dable is, is a big loss for them. And I had a feeling you were going to say something around those lines just because you're a big fan of his. I'll go with the Rams, Dominic. Look, I think people are uh, are... I guess I can say uh, forgetting the impact that Odell had on this team last year. Maybe it wasn't like his statistics that he put up, the TDs that he scored and stuff like that. But I think when you have a solid receiver, number two receiver like Odell, and the, the really the only reason he was number two, Dominic, is because uh, Cooper Cup is the star wide receiver in Los Angeles. But what, what it allows you to do is it allows Cooper Cup for that one-on-one coverage. It allows to take some of the attention off of Cooper Cup. Now that Odell's not there, that he's a free agent, that he's coming off an injury um, and obviously still not healthy yet, I want to see how this team is going to incorporate Allen Robinson into the mix. Are they getting from the Chicago Bears, Dominic? Potentially hoping he's going to be that solid wide receiver too. We've heard a lot about Allen Robinson over the years um, and the fact that he doesn't get enough attention because uh, he's been playing with the Bears. And, you know, the Bears uh, don't want to get primetime games and haven't really been um, a team that a lot of people have been high on for the last little while. But... Allen Robinson now, Dominic, has a a good chance at a Super Bowl and is now playing with these Los Angeles Rams. So for sure, it's going to take a few games uh, to maybe get that connection going. But I want to see how Matt Stafford decides to use Allen Robinson. Is he kind of forcing the ball to make sure he's happy, you know, kind of get that new toy? Uh, Does he keep that connection with Cooper Cup going? Uh, Because that uh, that was really a, a connection, Dominic, that was... Un- unbreakable last year's really unmatched the Stafford Cup connection. So I'm interested in seeing that. Um, I think tonight's going to be a very good game, Dominic. Yeah, it should be a really good game. I'm a bit concerned for Matthew Stafford's health this season, mm-hmm. his elbow injury. You know, I know they're saying that he can do all the throws, but I'm really concerned. Again, Sean McVay, if you want to take that pressure off Stafford, run the football a lot with Cam Akers and really rely on that stellar defense. The guy that I'm going to keep an eye on this year is Bobby Wagner. A lot of people think that, you know, Bobby Wagner's old and maybe he should have retired, but 
this guy is a baller. I mean, he did it all those years in Seattle. He doesn't have to be the guy this year. He's got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. So Bobby Wagner might fit like a glove and the Los Angeles Rams might have the best defense this year. Yeah, that Rams defense is stellar. And one piece they did lose, Dominic, was Von Miller, who is playing on the opposite side uh, tonight with those Buffalo Bills. I'm excited for that. I was surprised to see Von Miller leave Los Angeles Rams. Look, he was asking for a lot of money. He won his Super Bowl, uh, going to a completely different team, right? Obviously, from the NFC to the AFC. You got to think he's had a lot of motivation this game. I expect Von Miller to be shooting, uh, putting this game like he shot out of a cannon. Uh, I think this is a good pickup for those Buffalo Bills. Everyone talks about the offense, offense, offense. But um, with a piece like Von Miller, Dominic, who's won, excuse me, actually has won two Super Bowls, not just the one who's won two Super Bowls, one with the Broncos and one with the Rams. This is a good piece for them. And I like it. And maybe they give him a little bit too much money late in his career. But I think that, you know, you want to create um, a dynamic and you know how that that voice in the locker room and I think Von Miller can be that guy for this defense and say look you know this defense is solid too what about us uh, we're going to go out there and, and like who knows the Rams um, better than this guy I know he didn't play that long with uh, with the Rams but just winning a Super Bowl with them extra motivation for him in this game so I'm also looking forward to that you got two new linebackers with both these teams and one of them Dominic and Von Miller playing against the team he just won a Super Bowl with last year yeah, it should be really exciting. I think this game uh, is going to be really, really tight. And uh, I honestly think that it will come down to a field goal. And I'm going to take the Rams in this game. I really am. And I'm going to take the Rams in a low-scoring game. I'm going to take the Rams 17-14. I think there's going to be a lot of jitters. And I really do believe that both defenses on both teams show up for this game. Yeah, I was surprised, I mean, to see the Buffalo Bills favorite in this one by two and a half. And, like, this just shows how high people are on those Bills. Like I said, number one in those power rankings, Dominic, favorite in this game on the road uh, against the defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, I, I was surprised. I, you know, I guess, like, look, the, you're trying to figure that the public is going to pick Buffalo. Uh, there's a lot to like about them this season. It seems that Josh Allen is a, is a contender for the MVP, a serious contender, maybe even, I believe he's the favorite right now. Uh, I feel like at the odds to win the, uh, the NFL MVP. I'm with you, Dominic. I'm going with the Rams to win this game straight up. You know, I think that they feel disrespected by the fact that Buffalo is coming into this game as favorites after they won the Super Bowl. Um, and uh, I expect to see uh, a lot of fireworks in this game. Not sure I think it's going to be as low scoring as you see. I'm going to go 27-21, uh, Dominic. Or sorry, 20, I'm going to go 27-24, actually, for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I can see this game going uh, going down, even potentially to overtime. But I think it'll be a, a last-second field goal by uh, Matt Gay and the Los Angeles Rams to um, to propel them to victory. But, yeah, I think uh, I, you kind of have it uh, right there, Dominic. There may be a few jitters to start the game. You see the first quarter, uh, you know, potentially being a little bit slow. Uh, I'm curious to see the play calling in this first quarter, Dominic. Do they take it conservatively? Uh, is there going to be a lot of runs? The first play of the game, I always like to see the first play of the game of the NFL season. Will it be a play action? Will it be a bomb? Um, but you have the quarterback on both these teams, Dominic, to, you know, throw the ball the whole game. We know these guys are good enough. But, you know, you bring up a good point about setting up the run for the play action. And that's something that the Rams do really well is a lot of their runs look like passes and vice versa. So they're able to suck in that defense. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the Rams, Dom, on the first play of the game, taking a, a play action shot with maybe their new toy and Allen Robinson or maybe hitting Cooper Cup over the middle. But uh, I'm with you, Dominic. I'm taking the Rams to win this game and give me the Rams by three. Yeah, I think that's a right on on the spot. The spread's two and a half. I think the odds maker had it right for this game. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Um, Dom, let's see. Uh, before we give our picks for the games happening this Sunday, which I'm super pumped for, anything you're excited for? A lot of, uh, you know, new um, new wide receivers, new players, in new faces. I know we talked about it a little bit on the previous shows, but what is the one thing you're super excited to see, Dominic, for this season? Uh, yeah, with a kickoff tonight, what better time to talk about it? Yeah, I really, I've been watching Lamar Jackson kind of grow throughout uh, his entire NFL career and my eyes all year long will be on those Baltimore Ravens I think this is the team that uh, will surprise a lot of people in the NFL and I want to see Lamar Jackson being able to to throw the ball this year so if he could do that really well with his running game I think the Baltimore Ravens will be very scary in the AFC this year yeah Dom like the way they were able to run the football when like 
it was rolling for them. It was it was almost like Madden. They were like able to get six, seven yards consistently, and it was like teams just didn't know what to do, right? And I was able to get a little bit of that, and then the, some maybe that play action or that RPO uh, for Lamar Jackson, and you know him uh, hitting guys like Mark Andrews over the middle would be big. I foresee uh, Andrews being an even bigger part of this offense uh, this year just because of the loss of Hollywood Brown. For me, Dominic, uh, obviously people know I'm a Dolphins fan. I really want to see how Tua is going to play under all this criticism. He knows that lights are shining bright under him now. He knows he's had, you know, hasn't had the best start to his NFL career. He was taken fifth overall with a ton of expectation, Dominic. Uh, people had said if it wasn't for his injury, he would, be t- he would have been taken number one over Joe Burrow. You know, who knows? Obviously, that's uh, nor here nor there. It didn't happen, but this is to his team now. And they've set him up with two great wide receivers, uh, a good tight end, a new head coach, a bunch of running backs. The defense should be, in my opinion, top five in the NFL this year. So I really want to see how Tua is going to perform under the pressure. Because uh, like I talked about on previous shows, I don't think there's a player under more pressure than Tua, Dominic. Uh, it's, you know, it's been the memes on Facebook, him not being able to throw the deep ball. And as much as you say it's, it's easy for him to block it out, it's it's tough. Like, I think that these players do a really good job of showing it doesn't affect them, but it affects, you know, two is only human. It's human nature to, uh, to, to you know, let let it affect you, unfortunately, just because of, you know, all the, uh, the media and everything that there is with the NFL. And, uh, you know, this guy has emotion and all these NFL players have emotion. So uh, it's, I think it's uh, he's putting up that that face and that forefront that, you know, it doesn't really bug him. But I think he wants to prove this, the haters, quote unquote, wrong. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, Miami did everything they need to, to set him up for success, Dominic. So I'm really looking forward to see how the Dolphins use Tua. Um, do they... Let him kind of guns in the ball a little bit more. Do they call more sh- deep shots down the field for him to throw and to kind of stretch those defenses out? Or do they let him kind of dink and dunk and do that RPO stuff from last year? But I'm really looking forward as a Dolphins fan, Dominic, to see how uh, Tua will bounce back from all that criticism, uh, considering he's got a fancy new toy in, in Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I mean, what nicer toy could you ever ask for than Tyreek Hill? This guy is in a league of his own. His ability to just stretch the defense he clearly is the best at doing that in the entire NFL. But I think the pressure should not be on Tua this year. I think that it should be on Mike McDaniel. He will be coming in, replacing Brian Flores, who a lot of players on that Miami roster loved. So to me, it's going to be how the players respond to Mike McDaniel and whether or not this team can go out and perform. But I do agree with you. I think this team is legit and they will win the AFC East. Oh, Dominic, you're getting me excited. That would be awesome. Super pumped for that. Uh, yeah, Dom, you know what? Now we've got uh, a few minutes before our first break. We could talk about divisions. So AFC East, you got the Dolphins winning the division. I love that. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Let's go to the AFC West, Dominic. Let's give our predictions. Uh, I love, love predictions on the kickoff Thursday. For me, Dominic, it was a tight one. AFC West, we got four really solid teams. Anyone could win this division. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs, Dominic. I think that uh, Pat Mahomes and this offense is still going to be riding in stride, Dominic. They still got a good defense. I think it's going to be really tight to the end of the season. But uh, I think with a lot of people picking like the Denver Broncos, Los Angeles Chargers, even the Raiders to win the division, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, Mahomes and and Kelsey and these guys are taking it personally. So I'm going to go with those Chiefs to win the AFC West, Dom. Yeah, I really do like the Kansas City Chiefs as well this year. I think they had the best draft. And quite frankly, the guy that I think is going to be the biggest impact will not be on offense. Hmm. Keep an eye on George Kalafatatis. This guy is going to be unbelievable as a defensive end for those Kansas City Chiefs. He's already started really well during the preseason. And I think that Andy Reid has been to many, many, many NFC championships. Now he's won a Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think he's going to manage this football team this year. Don't expect Patrick Mahomes to go out and just sling it every single game. Sure, he's that good. I think that Andy Reid will manage the clock well with his running game and rely a lot more on his defense than he has in years past. So expect the Kansas City Chiefs to be a balanced football team. And as a result, they will win the division in a coin toss over those Los Angeles Chargers. That's something you hear often, Dominic, and those Kansas City Chiefs win games that win the division based on defense. But obviously, you got a whole 
new like Kansas City Chiefs uh, without Tyreek Hill, like we just talked about now with the Miami Dolphins. I think the good thing with these guys is like you don't have a Tyreek Hill on the team, but you have guys with speed. So who knows if uh, Hardman is kind of that guy that they're able to uh, to, to use as a Tyreek Hill to stretch the field and to complement Travis Kelsey. So it's going to be really interesting to see how Kansas City decides to manage their offense there. Do they give the ball a little bit more, like you mentioned, to Clyde Edwards-Alaire? Um, and uh, and become more balanced, but uh, you know I'm really excited to see Pat Mahomes play without Tyreek Hill. I know he's capable. I think a lot of people do as well. I just expect Travis Kelsey to get a bulk uh, of those uh, of those targets, and I think that his fantasy uh, value just went uh, through the roof considering the loss of Tyreek Hill. Just around eight hours until kickoff between the Rams and the Buffalo Bills. The Rams trying to defend their Super Bowl championship. The Buffalo Bills trying to show that this is their year. They're the team to beat in the AFC. They're the team to beat in the NFL. And trying to get that first Super Bowl win at what a, uh, what a way to kind of start that run by making a statement against the Los Angeles Rams tonight. Super pumped for that game, Dominic. A lot of good things to look out for. Let's continue with our division winners. Obviously, with the kickoff going tonight, we make our predictions, our Super Bowl picks, and our playoff teams. So AFC East, I had the Bills. AFC West, I had the Chiefs. You had the Dolphins, which I love, Dominic, and those Chiefs as well. AFC North, this was a tough one for me, Dominic. I'm ultimately going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it's going to be a battle very, very late in the season between them and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I think they're the two teams to beat in the division. I think your Pittsburgh Steelers may make a little bit of noise early on in the season. I just think for them, it's kind of a rebuild year. And the Cleveland Browns, well, everyone knows what's happening in Cleveland. I just think it's going to be a crap show from start to end there for the Cleveland Browns. So I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals, Dominic, winning the division. And for coming down to the very last week of the season and in week 18, them punching uh, their ticket as AFC North champions. Yeah, I... I... I like your pick, but I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens, mostly because Joe Burrow uh, having an operation with his appendix definitely is going to be a huge factor early in the season. I know everybody expects him to be the old Joe Burrow, but he lost 20 pounds throughout this entire operation. So that definitely is going to cause a lot of fatigue for Joe Burrow. And I do believe they're going to struggle early this season. Luckily for them, they drafted very well at the offensive line and they added also Alex Copa from Tampa Bay. That's going to help that run game. So just hand the ball to Joe Mixon and you'll be just fine this season to be at least 500 and then turn it on probably mid season and get you all the way to the playoffs. But I have the Baltimore Ravens really being the team this year to beat. I think that Lamar Jackson is going to put it together. And he really has found a rapport, not only at tight end, but he has found a new weapon with Rashad Bateman. Mm. Keep an eye on Rashad Bateman this year, specifically off the play action. This guy could easily have 10 TDs this year and give or take 900 to 1,100 yards. This guy will be a playmaker and a baller, which will enable the Baltimore Ravens to win this division. Give me the Ravens, then Cincinnati, then Pittsburgh. And then I have to go with Cleveland because Deshaun Watson, unfortunately, is going to be missing a lot more games than we thought. So I'm putting Cleveland dead last in the division. Yeah, I think that sounds about right, Dominic. And with those Baltimore Ravens, uh, obviously, killed with injuries last year jk dobbins uh, has a chance to play in week one fingers crossed i hope he does just because i have him on my fantasy team uh in one of my leagues so i think it's going to be uh, a lot of uh, steady dose of lamar running jk dobbins running uh and the other running backs that they have as well and potentially like you said uh bateman and mark andrews up the middle so yeah i think it's going to be a battle super excited to see uh the Bengals and ravens battle it out afc south i'm going with the new lick new look indiana Indianapolis Colts, uh, Matt Ryan there, Dominic, uh, first year with the team, Matty Ice. I like this team. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has been uh, taking number one in most fantasy leagues this year just because people believe he's going to get a ton of carries. And, you know, I think he will, uh, but I think that they're going to use that to their advantage as well, Dominic, and maybe lure, lure defenses up and hit guys like Michael Pittman Jr., who I really like, Dominic. I know you're a big fan of as well. Uh, Matty Ice, Dominic, has a good chance here. Look, he... Uh, obviously hasn't been the same since losing that Super Bowl a few years back against uh, those Patriots. But I think they're going to buckle down here, Dominic. This team's got a heck of a good defense as well. Uh, Leonard, too, Dominic, and one of the players that you really like. They have a good secondary. So I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts winning the AFC South. 
Yeah, I'm going to disagree, and I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. I think Tennessee this year has a lot of depth in a variety of different positions, and I could go as far as saying today, I know it's going to be crazy, if Tannehill did go down, what I saw from Malik Willis in the preseason, I know it's just the preseason, but this guy looked huge on the football field. I mean, massive. I'm talking about Cam Newton massive. Granted, Cam Newton went to the Super Bowl, lost it, and now he's not playing in the NFL. However, this guy is still good. And with a coach like Mike Vrabel, I think they can put it together. So again, even if they lose Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis can take this team far. And I think a guy like Traylon Burks will take over A.J. Brown's position like a glove. And a veteran like Robert Woods will be there to support this cast. I'm big on Tennessee because all they got to do is give the ball to Derrick Henry. He's your MVP on this team and hence why Tennessee has been consistently in the playoffs in the past couple of years. And that starts with the head coach, Mike Rabel, with a good running game and a good scheme. I'll follow up that with the Indianapolis Colts. I think the Colts will be there right behind Tennessee. Then I'm going to slot in the Houston Texan having a pretty decent season, but not good enough to make the playoffs. And then finally, the Jacksonville Jaguars, which don't be surprised if they're drafting first overall next year. <laughs> yeah, what's new with those Jags? Uh, hope for them that doesn't happen. I'm curious to see Davis Mills, Dominic. You know, he was a rookie last year and he played very well with this Houston Texans team. Wasn't talked about too, too much just because of, you know, the guys like Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson and uh, all the good rookie QBs we saw coming out of the uh, of college. But Davis Mills had a solid season with them. So I want to see what he's able to do with this offense. Not a lot of expectations for those Houston Texans. Probably a good, for, a good thing for them. And they got a good running back, Dominic, in Pierce. Uh, so, you know, maybe they're going to make uh, a little bit of noise and uh, surprise a few teams, probably not make the playoffs, but, uh, you know, maybe fight for uh, a 500 record, which in my opinion would be a success for them. Let's go to the NFC, Dominic. The NFC East uh, battle between the Cowboys and the Eagles is what people assume it will be. I would have to agree. I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. I just trust Dak more than I do Jalen Hurts. And I know the A.J. Brown signing for the Eagles should pan off. And I agree it was a very good one. But until a team is able to dethrone the Cowboys, and I'm convinced that it could happen, I'm going to go with Dak and this running game and C.D. Lamb getting a ton of catches and even TDs this year. And I like that defense too, Dominic. I know they did lose Smith. That'll be a big loss for them. But I just think that this division, I mean, the Cowboys, in my opinion, are the best team in this division, and which is simply and why I'm taking them. And I also believe in Dak more than I do any of these other quarterbacks in the NFC East. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys as well. I'm, I'm going to agree with you here. I think it's going to come down to Mike McCarthy finding a way to win football games through his running game. I think in years past, he has had a running back by committee. But is this the year, which I think it is, we're going to see Ezekiel Elliott really run well again, like his old self. I he think we that. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off, Dominic. He really needs that after last year. Yeah, I think we're going to see. He's only 27 years old. If he was about 29, 30 years old, I would say, ah, it's done for Ezekiel Elliott. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to give him one last shot. And I think Mike McCarthy knows how to do it. And yes, you're absolutely right. I'm worried about the offensive line. But I really love the fact that they're thinking about bringing Jason Peters in. Yeah. If Jason Peters ends up being on this offensive line, that's just going to give a lot more opportunities to Ezekiel Elliott to break a lot of runs. So, yes, I'm taking the Cowboys for those reasons. I think that the Eagles are right behind the, the Cowboys, but I don't trust Jalen Hurts. I've heard all sorts of things about how he's improved all his mechanisms. He's a lot more accurate with the football. They added A.J. Brown. I'm going to have to see it. I'm not a believer until I see it. Prove me wrong. Jalen Hurts, go out there and ball. But I'm putting you slot number two in this division. I'm going with the Giants, number three, because I do believe Brian Dable will find a way to keep this team afloat throughout the entire season. And yes, dead last in this division will be the Washington Commanders because they will fire the entire organization <laughs> once this season is done. 
Yeah, Carson Wentz, a lot of pressure on him, Dominic. I don't expect too, too many big things from them. I think that if it doesn't come down to the Eagles and the Cowboys, Washington could potentially slip in there, Dominic, for the division. Like, this division is always up for grabs, so anything can happen in the NFC East. Let's go to the NFC West, Dominic. I've got the defending Super Bowl champions, the team that's playing tonight, the team that I think will come up with a victory over the Buffalo Bills. Give me those Los Angeles Rams, Dominic. Seattle, new quarterback, Geno Smith, don't even get me started on that. I don't have great expectations for the Seattle Seahawks. Arizona, Dominic, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this team. I think they'll struggle early, early on. I really think that Kyler Murray and D-Hop have a great connection. I think that when times get tough, Kyler looks towards DeAndre Hopkins. So having him suspended for uh, the first six games will be tough. However, they add Marcus, uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown. Uh, interested to see how that's going to pan out for them. And uh, Zach Ertz, Dominic. Zach Ertz has been a pleasant surprise for this team. I love what he's done with this uh, Cardinals offense. I think that, you know, Arizona could and potentially will fight for this division uh, all the way through. But ultimately, I think this is the Rams division to lose. So give me the Rams to win the division, Dominic. Uh, and a lot of people are high on the 49ers, Dominic. Like, very high on the 49ers. I know on paper this team is good. They're solid. They have Debo Samuel that can do it all. They have George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in football. They have a solid defense, Dominic. They have solid linebackers that I really like. But we haven't seen much from Trey Lance. And it, it really surprises me to see how high some of these, you know, quote-unquote experts and analysts are on these San Francisco 49ers. I looked at the prediction yesterday, Dominic. Some of them have them going to the Super Bowl in the power rankings I have right here. They have them at number three. Like, I think this is just wishful thinking, Dominic. I can see the 49ers making the playoffs, but I don't think it's going to be as smooth sailing for this group as people think. Uh, so I could see them coming in second in the division. Ultimately, I'm going to go Rams one. I'm going to go Cardinals two, uh, 49ers three. And then last, I'm going to go with the Seahawks at four. So ultimately, all that to say, give me the Rams to win the division. I like that pick, William. I think I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams as well. I'm going to explain it this way. This division all year is going to be about adversity. Everybody's going to have to overcome a huge obstacle. You talked about D-Hop right off the bat with Arizona. They have to start winning football games without him. Los Angeles, you know, you got Matt Stafford. If he gets hurt, which I believe his elbow is probably, I don't know, not 100% for sure. And I think he's probably one hit away for being out for a couple of weeks, if not longer. San Francisco, you know, they're going to be struggling with Trey Lance off the bat. I think they're going to be questioning whether or not this guy is the real guy. And for Seattle, well, it's a quarterback carousel in Seattle, whether it's Geno Smith or whether it's Drew Locke. I think that they're going to figure it out only after five games. So whoever can start off really quick and early in this division, maybe get about five victories, I think will be the ones that will advance in the division. And I, I can't see the Rams defense not staying competitive in each football game, even if Matt Stafford's not even quarterback. So that being said, give me the Rams, followed by the Cardinals, the 49ers, and the Seahawks, exactly like you, William. Hey, nice. I like it, Dominic. NFC North. <laughs> the Packers have won this division for a very long time, and a lot of people expect that trend to continue. I think it ends here, Dominic. Give me the Minnesota Vikings to win this division. I, I made a bold prediction a long time ago that the Packers wouldn't make the playoffs. Look, I'm going to stick with it right now. I just don't think that this Green Bay Packers offense has what it takes to keep up with a team like the Minnesota Vikings. And do I love Kirk Cousins? No, by any means, I do not love Kirk Cousins. But when you have a guy like Adam Thielen that I sure handed as him, a, a star like Stephon, uh, sorry, not Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, who they got uh, basically in the trade for Stephon Diggs. You got Justin Jefferson, Dominic. You got Adam Thielen. They add Jalen Rager now from the Philadelphia Eagles. That is pure speed. You got Dalvin Cook. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, why not, Dominic? This is the time for this Minnesota Vikings team. Do I expect this, to make them, to see them make a lot of noise in the playoffs? potentially fight for an NFC championship title. Honestly, no, but I do think that this team is good enough to win the division. And I do think they're going to win the division this year. So I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings winning the NFC North, uh, followed by the Packers. Then I'll go with the Bears and the Lions coming in last, even though I expect the Lions to have a better year. Uh, I just don't think it'll be enough for them. I can see the Packers at number two, Dominic sliding in and grabbing a wild card spot, but I don't see that happening. And I ultimately only see those Minnesota Vikings uh, making the playoffs out of the nfc north 
Good picks, William. Uh, I think that this is going to be a very tough division to predict this year. I agree with you 100%. The Packers are going to have to adjust early, losing Devontae Adams. And what this division is going to come down to is who's got the best quarterback in the division. And to me, it's really hard not to say that Aaron Rodgers is not the best quarterback in this division. So I, I have to stick with Green Bay just because of that. And he'll find a way, whether or not it's after four games, after five games, he's going to discover who his favorite weapon will be for the Green Bay Packers. Once that is established, I expect Green Bay to ride that recipe all the way to the playoffs. I do like Minnesota like you, but I just don't trust Kirk Cousins. I just Mm -hmm. don't. I don't know how he's going to react to this new offense. Prove me wrong, Kirk Cousins. Go ball. Get yourself 4,500 yards and 40 TDs. But I don't see it. I just don't. I think they had a really good recipe with Dalvin Cook, and they're about to mix it up with the passing game, which I don't know. We'll see how, how it turns out in Minnesota, but I'm not a believer. The Detroit Lions are going to be probably a team that a lot of people expect big things out of, including myself. They were on hard knocks. And obviously when you watch that show, you get really primed up for the Detroit Lions. But Mm -hmm. until Goff is out of the Lions system, I don't think Detroit will really advance that much more. He could play maybe 500 football. And that's pretty much it for the Detroit Lions. And for the Bears, well, they basically have nobody other than Fields and Darnell Mooney. One thing I'll say about Darnell Mooney, he is a phenomenal wide receiver. And I think that his reputation will be solidified this year in the NFL, but that's all you got. And once you got one, only one guy, then you could just put three guys on him and eventually, you know, he's going to be covered. So Mm -hmm. Justin Fields is going to have to be running for his life. And I see him losing a lot more games than winning. So the Packers, the Vikings, the Lions, and the Bears is how I have this division. Nice, Dominic. Good takes. I like it. Finally, the NFC South. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Dominic. I think it would be a shocker to see them not win this division. They obviously have the best quarterback in the division. They have the best roster in the division, on, I think, on both sides of the football. Uh, I'd be very surprised to see them not win the division. For me, I think it's about who comes second in the division and who's able to fight for that wild card spot. Um, obviously, you've got the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Saints. Panthers now dominate the new look Panthers with Baker Mayfield. What's going to happen there? Really excited to see that. Really excited to see them play in their first game of the season uh, against those Cleveland Browns. I ultimately have them coming in third, though, Dominic. Give me the Saints to come in second. And last, I got the Atlanta Falcons. So I'm going to go Bucks one, Saints two. I think Jameis Winston is going to have uh, a year that... Is not Jameis Winston like meaning he doesn't have to throw a ton of touchdowns. He's not going to throw a ton of picks. I think he's going to rely on the short game, rely on Alvin Kamara, uh, maybe rely on uh, Michael Thomas with those short slants. And I think Olave is a really good addition for this team. So that's why I got the Saints coming in second. I think very close is going to be those Carolina Panthers at third. Um, I don't know, Dominic, Dominic, I hope for Baker Mayfield that this all works out. But, uh, you know, I have a feeling that it's just going to fall up a little bit flat for those Panthers and Mayfield. So I got them coming in third and potentially picking first in next year's draft is the Atlanta Falcons, Dominic. There's just not much hope for this team, unfortunately. Uh, look for uh, rookie Drake London to have potentially a good year. But for right now, Dominic, that's the only bright spot I see for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, this division is the hardest one right now as we speak to predict because every day there's a new injury happening somewhere on somebody's offensive line. And the recent casualty is Trevor Panning in new Orleans. This guy, they drafted him high. They expected a guy like him to protect the offensive line really well. He's gone. So to me, the saints were number two, but now with Tampa Bay struggling on the offensive line, The Saints going to be probably struggling on the offensive line. It opens the door with the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers to establish a solid running game and maybe stick in this division in tight games. I don't know. Honestly, the obvious answer is Tampa Bay, and I'm going to have to go with Tampa Bay. I'm going to call Tom Brady. He's obviously going to win this division. But something in the back of my mind says that I'll put even Atlanta there. One of these teams will shock. and. The more that I studied Atlanta, the more that I realized that Arthur Smith, head coach for the Atlanta Falcons, is a really darn football coach. And he's really trying to establish one hell of a running game in Atlanta. So 
keep an eye on that because once that clock starts ticking and you know you just you're not on the field you have a beautiful offense but you just can't get on the field mm-hmm. good luck you know you might lose this football game yeah. so they'll stay competitive Christian McCaffrey to me he's probably the best running back in the NFL they'll stay competitive and the Saints if Kamara it's all going to be about whether or not Kamara gets suspended this year he's the obviously the best player in that football team, in my opinion. So if he gets suspended for half the season, forget about the Saints. So a lot of question marks about this division. I'm sticking with the obvious Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Carolina, and Atlanta in that order. But something tells me in this division, we might see a shocker. Hey, Dominic, I like it. Love your bold ad hot takes. That's it for our division winners, Dominic. Let's jump to the picks for this weekend's game. I can't believe it. I love making picks. It's already that time of year, Dominic. We both picked the Rams in the opener tonight. Let's jump to Sunday, 1 o'clock, Dominic. We got the San Francisco 49ers, the Chicago Bears. Point spread is 6.5 for San Fran in this one. I like San Fran to win. I like them to cover. I can see this being an old-school football game. Uh, to do with a lot of running, relying on your defense, quite a few punts. I'm going to go with the 49ers to win this game 23-13 to 13 on the road over Chicago. Yeah, I think that defense for San Francisco is going to start off really strong, really put a lot of pressure on Justin Fields all game long. I think Debo Samuels will show up in this game, but the guy that's going to get all the limelight will be Ayuk. I think the combination between Trey Lance and Ayuk We're going to see it early in this football game. Whether or not it lasts throughout the entire season is another question, but I think that not a lot of people are seeing this coming. So San Francisco, 31 to 14. I think the defense carries this football team through Chicago. Good stuff, Dom. Next up, we got a divisional matchup between the Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, Texans underdogs in this one at home by seven and a half. I think this is going to be a close game. And for some reason, I have a feeling this is going to be a good one. Uh, I'm going to go with the Colts to win this game 27, Dominic, to 24. I think it'll be a back and forth game. I can see both Matt Ryan and Davis Mills having a good game in this one. I expect the fans to be electric. I don't know. Something about this game uh, just uh, just is getting me a little bit excited, Dominic. It's kind of one of those games where you think like, uh, you know, this may not be a good game. It may be one-sided. It may be a bit of a boring-ish game. But no, my gut's telling me it's going to be a good game. So I'm going to go with the Colts winning uh, in a close one, 27-24 over the Texans. And Matty Ice starting off 1-0 with the Colts. Yeah, you'd think that it would be a close game, but that spread is just too high. I smell a blowout here Mm. happening, and I think that Indianapolis will get a huge boost if Shaquille Leonard could play this game. I think that he's questionable right now. I think he's going to play. He will light up that defense. That defense is really, really good, and uh, they're just going to destroy the Houston offense early. Give me Indianapolis, probably in a blowout. I'm going to say 35-10 to for the Colts. About eight hours away from kickoff. Super excited. Rams Bills cannot believe we're finally here. Opening night, folks. Hope you guys are excited as Dominic and myself. Let's jump, Dominic, and continue with our previews of the games. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers, Dominic, playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincy favored by six and a half in this one. I expect another close divisional uh, matchup here, Dominic. I do think uh, ultimately the Cincinnati Bengals We'll end up squeezing away a victory here. Uh, however, I just think these divisional games, both teams always play their hearts out, and I don't think this game will be any different. Give me the Bengals to win this game 24-21 over the Steelers. That's a really good score, William, and I think that that's probably what the score will be. <laughs> this game will be a hard-fought game. Pittsburgh will be competitive in week one. Again, I talked about it, Burrow. With his injury, he's slowly overcoming this operation. Mm-hmm. Expect a lot of blitzes from Pittsburgh, but Cincinnati will win as well, 24-21. to 21. Nice. Next up, another divisional matchup. The New England Patriots playing at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins home in this one by favored by two and a half. I'm going to go with my boys, Dominic. I'm super excited for the season. Super excited to see how Terry Kill is using this game. Uh, and I ultimately do think that the Dolphins have the better team here. I think that th- their defense should be able to cause, um, you know, Mac Jones and that offense some problems. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins winning this game at home. I'm going to go 26 to 17 in this one. Dolphins winning by nine and starting off the season 1-0. I love it. I think that uh, the Miami Dolphins will win this football game as well. I don't like the spread two and a half. 
for some odd reason, it's going to be a one-point game. Give me Miami. Give me Tua to do something magical in this game, 26 to 25. Boy, these divisional matchups. New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons. Saints favored by five and a half in this one. I have a feeling this one is going to teeter on the brink of a blow, Dominic. Uh, unfortunately, Atlanta this season doesn't have uh, too much hope. But look, that could be something that a franchise use, uh, uses to pump themselves up. I'm going to go with the Saints winning this game. I'm going to go 20 uh, five to 17 in this one. I know it's not really a blow, so I don't know why I said that, but yeah, give me the Saints to win this game. I'm going to go by eight uh, on the road in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going to call almost a shocker. I think Atlanta's competitive this entire game. When you have a mobile quarterback, it always causes a bit of confusion for those Saints. And I said that the Atlanta Falcons will be able to run all these different schemes on the Saints. Give me the Saints to win this football game 28 to 24 on a late touchdown. Wow, nice. Next up, Jacksonville Jaguars, Washington Commanders. Commanders favored by three and a half. I'm going to go with the upset in this one, Dominic. Do I think it'll be indicative of the season the Jaguars will have? No, probably not. Don't forget that one season when they won their first game and then uh, rallied on to lose every single game after that. Don't think that'll be the case this season, but I do think Jacksonville's going to win this game, Dominic. I can see Trevor Lawrence, you know, firing on all cylinders, happy with his new buddy, uh, Travis Etienne, Marvin Jones Jr. Washington, I think, is going to be a little bit stunned in this game. Um, and yeah, I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars pulling off the upset here in a little bit of a low-ish scoring game. I'm going to go 17-13 to 13 Jags. You know what? I'm going to agree with this hey, upset as well. I love it. I really do. I think Trevor Lawrence starts the, the year on the right foot. I think Christian Kirk gets involved in this game a lot. And they upset Washington and Washington to start the downward spiral for those Washington commanders. Give me Jacksonville, 28 to 20. And for a first victory for Trevor Lawrence. Nice. Next up, we got the Cleveland Browns playing against the Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield, Dominic, probably not getting an ounce of sleep before this game. You know, he's super excited about playing his former team, a team that really, quote unquote, gave up on him. And they wanted to kind of, you know, say, no, 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 we'll keep you. You know, we're not sure what's going to happen with Deshaun. He says, nah, get me the heck out of here. I don't want to be on this team. And I think he stomps all over the Cleveland Browns in this game. I think they win. I think they win big. Give me Carolina Panthers to win this game. I'm going to go 30-13 to 13, uh, with a big, big opening statement at home. I get to see a heavy dose of Christian McCaffrey in this game. I got him getting a TD on the ground and a TD through the air. And, yeah, Baker Mayfield having a solid game and propelling his team to a victory over the Browns. I expect a violent game in Carolina. I think that this game will probably end up being maybe the game of the week yes i'm calling it early but i do think that carolina somehow squeaks through cleveland but maybe not unscathed with a couple injuries give me carolina in this football game 20 to 18 in a tight one philadelphia detroit lions I'm going to go with the Eagles in this one, Dominic, but I could see this being an upset alert. Like you talked about hard knocks, Dan Campbell. I think this Detroit Lions team is playing with a ton of energy this year. Uh, maybe a few higher expectations than normal. Uh, maybe that dude because of hard knocks, you know, who knows? Or maybe people just love Dan Campbell. I think the Eagles are going to end up winning this game, uh, but I can see an upset here and I'm almost compelled to take the upset, but I won't. I'm going to go with the Eagles winning this game 20 to 19 in a very close one. And uh, yeah, I'm curious to see the uh, AJ Brown and how he fits with this team, but I'm going to go with Devonte Smith. I'm getting a touchdown late in this game, uh, propelling his team to victory over the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I think the Lions are going to start with a rude awakening. And I think you're absolutely right. Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown are going to have a field day in Detroit in that dome. Give me a blowout, 48-3 to for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, 48-3. to Two touchdowns for each, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Holy, talk about a massacre next up in a game that I think will be a similar score to that one. Baltimore Ravens, New York Jets. Jets obviously playing without uh, Zach Wilson in this game as he'll be missing the first few weeks. Give me those Ravens to run all over the New York Jets. 33-9. to Baltimore starts off and makes a statement early on in the season, and they crush the New York Jets. You would think so, but this <laughs> is going to be a lot tighter because 
both these teams are going to be running the football at will. And quite frankly, the game's going to be over probably the first game at one o'clock. Give me a really low scoring game, a bizarre one, 19 to 16 for the Baltimore Ravens. All right. I like it. Good stuff. Next up, we got another New York team, the New York Giants playing at this Tennessee Titans. Curious to get your take for this game, Dominic. I know that you're fairly high, well, not high-ish on both teams and that new look New York Giants team. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans winning this game, Dominic, and I'm not sure how close it'll be. I'm going to go 28-17 to 17 for Tennessee. Uh, I think it'll be a heavy dose of Derrick Henry, and then from that, it'll be the play-action fake. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think that, you know, Burks has struggled in the preseason with Tennessee so far, but I expect him to have a decent game in this one. The question on Robert Woods is if he'll be healthy for this game. I ultimately think he will be. Hopefully for them, he will be. I think either way, it won't make a difference. I'm going to go with the Titans winning this game. Yeah, usually I would say a high-scoring game here because I do think the Giants are going to be passing a lot this year. But Derrick Henry will control the clock in this football game. And the Giants, I don't see them winning their first game of the year. Give me Tennessee behind Derrick Henry, 24-20 to in a tight game and probably with a late touchdown by Derrick Henry. All right, next up, we got a very good game. 425, Las Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers favored by three and a half. A lot of expectations for both these teams this year. We talked about potential games of the week, Dominic. This has potential game of the week written all over it for me. I'm going to go with a game that's high scoring, that's back and forth, that's bananas, that's a shootout, that's a haymaker, that's a dogfight. Give me the Los Angeles Chargers to win but not cover. I'm going to go 37 34 Chargers over Raiders. I think this is my pick for game of the week. Divisional matchup, AFC West. We talk about that division and how exciting it's going to be. Why not expect a crazy first game between the Raiders and the Chargers here? Give me the Chargers to win by three at home. This smells like an upset for the Raiders. It really does. But no, I agree with you, William. I think that the Chargers at home will win by a field goal late in this football game. It's going to be a really good one. Give me the Chargers 31 to 28. All right, next up, we got the Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. Packers favored by one and a half. Man, this promises to be a good game as well. Another divisional matchup. I pick Minnesota to win the division. They're at home. They're playing their bitter rivals in the Green Bay Packers. Give me Minnesota in the quote-unquote upset in here. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, this one is going to come down to how the receivers for the Green Bay Packers are going to be able to get open for Aaron Rodgers. And it looks like they've been dropping a lot of balls in training camp. It looks like that it hasn't been, uh, I guess, uh, smooth sailing for those Packers so far uh, in the offseason. And I'm not sure these receivers are going to be able to create much separation uh, from these DBs on the Minnesota Vikings. So for that reason and many more, I'm going to go with the Vikings winning this one. I'm going to go 24-17, to Minnesota winning the game at home and, uh, yeah, beating their rivals in the Green Bay Packers. Now we're going to see a lot of touchdowns in this game. It's going to be a, an air raid on both sides. Give me Green Bay to come out on top, 42-38. to 38. I think Aaron Rodgers wow. is just a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. All right, next up, Kansas City Chiefs, Arizona Cardinals. Chiefs over by three and a half in this one. Ooh, it's a tough one to pick, Dominic. You know what? I'm going to let you go first in this one. Well, I mean... I do love Arizona in this football game, and I'm going to take Arizona in this football mm -hmm. game only because if it's in Arizona, the crowd over there can cause havoc on mm -hmm. quarterbacks, and that's what's going to happen. Give me Arizona to stick toe-to-toe -to -toe with Kansas City throughout the entire game and win it on a late field goal, 38-35, to Arizona. Oof. Ah, that's a good take, Dominic. I'm going to go with those Chiefs, though, and I'm going to go with the Chiefs covering 27-23, Kansas City. I got this game being close, late 23-20 for the Cardinals. Mahomes gets the ball, two-minute drill, slicing and dicing, and finds his new-look receiver in Juju Smith-Schuster in the back of the end zone for a TD and winning this game 27-23. I think it's going to come down to a late score by those Chiefs, so give me the Chiefs to start off the season 1-0. Next up, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Dallas Cowboys. Primetime game, Sunday night football. Tampa Bay favored by one and a half in this one. I don't think this point spread is high enough. I'm going Tampa Bay to win this game, to cover, and for Tampa Bay to control this game from start to finish. Give me the Bucks 30-20 to 20 over the boys. I agree with you that they'll control the game, but I'm worried about Tom Brady against those linebackers in Dallas. But I do think he'll find a way 
to dump it off in the flat here and there. Give me Tampa Bay in a closer one than we think, 24 to 20. All right, next up, Dominic. I've been very rude, and I've been picking all these games first. I'm going to let you take this one. Uh, Denver Broncos, Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson making his return home. Somebody asked me the other day, will Russell Wilson be booed? I highly, highly doubt it. I think, you know, everything he was able to do for this franchise, uh, they got to be excited that he's coming back. And should be a good game, Dominic. Denver Broncos, Seattle Seahawks, Monday Night Football. I think Seattle's going to be in for a treat. This game is going in overtime. Oh, wow. I think that the Seahawks will have a chance to win, but they will not give me the Broncos 30 to 27. I'm going to go with uh, a victory by three points as well for those Broncos, but I get the feeling it's going to be a low-scoring game. Not really sure why. I think both teams are going to be anced up. Uh, I can see you know, Russell Wilson maybe having the jitters to start this game. I'm going to go with those Broncos winning in a low-scoring game, 16-13. to 13. Uh, So not covering in this one, but getting a win nonetheless. So give me Russell Wilson getting a victory in his return home to Seattle. we got two minutes left on the show, folks. The time you've all been waiting for. Dominic and I giving our Super Bowl predictions. Dominic, I'm going to let you go first in this one. And just so you know, I have my pick written right here on paper. So no matter what you pick, Dominic, I will not let it influence me. <laughs> yeah, I think that... The Kansas City Chiefs this year are going to be able to make it all the way to the Super Bowl again. It's just Kansas City has it all. They drafted really well. They got so many good weapons. They have so much good depth. And they will be going against the Green Bay Packers. I I just have to go with Aaron Rodgers here. He has had a mountain of pressure on his shoulders all last year. They finally drafted Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watkins. I mean, somebody's going to have to pen out to be the new gadget player for the Green Bay Packers. I really do believe that it's a quarterback-driven league. you got to go with the best quarterbacks until some team puts together a scheme for that running game to thrive. And I hope somebody really does give me the Green Bay Packers oh my and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> to win the Super Bowl this year. I think the guy is on a mission. And when you're on a mission, you go and deliver. He is Brett Favre 2.0. Late in his career, he made it to the NFC Championship game. If it wasn't for Bounty Gate, Brett Favre would have won the Super Bowl that year. It's not going to happen to Aaron Rodgers. He's going to go to the Super Bowl, and he's going to take it away from freaking Pat Mahomes. And I'm going to see Pat Mahomes' face in tears at Aaron (sighs) Rodgers lifting the Lombardi Trophy. Wow, talk about a bold take, Dominic. I'm going to go quickly, Dominic. Uh, I hate to say it, but I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Dominic, winning another Super Bowl. It's tough. I really hope I'm wrong, folks. But I got Tom Brady and the Bucs being the Los Angeles Chargers, Dominic. I like the Chargers this year. You talked about early on in the show that they have a lot of expectations. I think the addition uh, for these guys of Kalamak is going to be big. I just gonna think it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. And I think people are sleeping on the addition of Julio Jones for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. So for those reasons and many more, Dominic, I got the Tampa Bay Bucks winning the Super Bowl over the Los Angeles Chargers uh, in what should be a high-scoring game. Folks, NFL is back. I'm super pumped. Thank you for listening to the show. We'll be back same place, same time next week. NFL kickoff. Let's get it. You were listening to CGLO, 69 AM in Montreal.